Welcome to the Oceanicity Podcast. This podcast is for anybody who cares for and is doing something to help improve the health and balance within the ocean and all living things in it. And for those of us that just enjoy going into the ocean, rejuvenating, interacting, and just being curious about all the living creatures in there, there's so much unknown and it's such a great place to try to explore and learn here on our planet. Welcome everybody to Oceanicity. I'm your host Rick Peterson and today is episode one, the Bimini Shark Lab. So why did I start with the Bimini Shark Lab? Well, let's just go back a little bit in history. So I've always had a passion for the ocean. I've always wanted to do scuba diving. I've always wanted to do things and I've created um, perceived limitations for myself over my my entire life as to why I can't do some of these things. (laughs) And Every time I've ever had an experience of going into the ocean has always been rejuvenating and it's always been rewarding for me. And it's always left me very curious. The experiences that I always have leaves me wanting more and I decided that it's time that I take a little bit more active role, um, starting with this podcast on my journey and get a little bit more involved and get a little bit more integrated into the ocean. And so part of that, what really triggered me was in 2019, in February 2019, I actually went down to a small little island called Bimini uh, that was part of Bahamas, and I, I had a five-day guest experience at the Bimini Shark Lab. And that experience just really, I found, was life-changing for me. Um, inter- interacting and integrated into the, the lab um, to some degree, um, working with the volunteers, going on some of the expeditions, like catching sharks, measuring sharks, um, watching them do ultrasounds on pregnant bull sharks, and getting the, getting the privilege of going to see the mangroves where the lemon shark nursery is and got to do the most awesome thing ever, which is snorkeling with great hammerheads, which is one of my favorite creatures of all time. And the interaction with the people from the lab and just them helping, you know, give us a, a new perspective and understand the complexities around ocean conservation and just trying to how to how do we get that balance and how do we try to learn more and research more and the innovation that's needed for it. Um, really made me decide that I wanted to be a more active part of this. So I wanted to start my interviews with the lab. So please welcome our first ever guest, Sophia Emmons, the outreach coordinator from Bimini Biological Field Station. Welcome, Sophia. How are you today? Hi, great. I'm so good. Thanks for having me on today so we could talk about the lab. No, thank you for coming. So tell us a little bit about the lab. What does the lab do? Yeah, so um, the Bimini Biological Field Station Foundation, a bit of a mouthful, so we often call it the Bimini Shark Lab, um, as its colloquial term is. Um, So we were actually founded in 1990 by Dr. Samuel Gruber, who was one of the fathers of shark science. So he came here to the Bahamas, um, mostly because of the lemon shark nursery that we have here, um, and the absolute wealth of knowledge that that volume of sharks can provide to the world for elasmobranch science. So he set up the lab here in 1990. um, And since then, we've been operating for over 30 years. Uh, We've expanded a little bit beyond the lemon sharks. They're still our primary study species. Uh, But like you said, we still visit the great hammerheads that come every winter. We also see a lot of tiger sharks here, some bull sharks, nurse sharks, um, and pretty much any other type of shark that dreams to come by the Bahamas, we, we 
try to try to study them. That's amazing. So the outreach program, what kind of opportunities does it provide to the public? Yeah, so we have a few different uh, opportunities here. Um, the one that you're most familiar with is our research experience uh, group. So that runs a few different times a year, probably between eight or nine times, depending on hurricanes, um, which we do get <laughs> yeah. in the fall months here. Um, but we try to do them as much as possible. And that experience is when we're able to take eight people in to the lab for five days. Uh, we get to bring them on our boats, show them our science, um, introduce them to shark conservation, um, give talks from our local investigators, which is always, I think, one of the favorites. Um, obviously, the shark dives are pretty spectacular, but hearing the passion from the scientists that we have on site is something that is really special. Well, I completely agree with that one. Yeah, it's um, yeah. it's really amazing. Um, so we do all types of things. We try to get people out in the field as much as possible. Um, we take them to see the lemon shark nurseries, the little juvenile lemons, uh, black tip fishing, um, the try to set some long lines in the past. Um, of course, when the winter months are here, we get to go out and do some snorkels with the great hammerheads, which is always yep. very spectacular. Um, yeah, and, and I think the best part that, um, you know, people don't really think of is the actual integration with the lab. So eating meals and sitting down with people and, and getting to talk about diff people's different experiences and what brought them to the lab, whether you're an intern or you're a crew member or you're um, someone who just wanted a vacation and thought shark conservation is pretty cool. I agree. Like what I found, what I found really intriguing is how everybody was from like all over the world. It wasn't just like, oh, there were, we're from Florida, we're going here or we're this. It was like people from all over the globe coming and, and like volunteering and working with you and just, and a lot of them have, have done other research and other and been in other places. So just all of us coming together with the same sort of passion of something and, and talking like that was just so amazing. Like I really enjoyed that. That was great. So besides the guest experience, what other outreach programs do you offer? Yeah, we've got so many. Um, so in addition, we have one that's very similar to the research experience. We have the naturalist course, which is one extra day. We usually run one, maybe two of those a year. Um, and those are a little bit more focused on the scientific aspect of it. Um, but that's always a really great opportunity too. We can take more people on that one. Um, we also do a lot of things uh, locally too. So one of the goals is to try to get a lot of school kids uh, involved in shark science. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the best parts of my job is actually speaking to the kids. It's so rewarding to get to hear them call out what their favorite shark is and see that passion started at such a young age. So we do talks at schools, both on Bimini, and we also do them virtually as well through our Request a Speaker program, which is uh, such a blast. Uh, it's been really great to be able to do those the past few years, um, especially in 2020, where we've been able to reach um, a pretty good audience there. That's great. Um, now, my next question, like, what are the improvements you're seeing that the outreach programs are really helping people with? People get such different things from each experience. So whether it's a reduced fear of sharks, which is always, you know, I think my goal is uh, to, if not Agreed. completely eliminate, <laughs> if, if you don't want to get rid of the fear, at least we can kind of um, create a respect for right. yeah. sharks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, I know your terminology already. You got me. You got me. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we, we, uh, we, we get rid of fear. Politically correct. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. When do you think the guest experience are going to start up again? We've actually um, started them up. We ran our first one uh, since I think February 2020. We ran the first one in May. Uh, we've got another one coming up soon. Um, and mostly right now we have kind of a backlog because we did have to cancel a lot um, in 2020. So we're trying to get through the people that we promised. Um, so it's a bit of a backlog yeah. in the inbox right now, um, okay. but we're definitely hoping, you know, so to I got to gotta jump in there sooner than later then. Okay. All <laughs> yeah. right. Okay. All right. And what I found interesting as well is when you looked at those guest experiences, um, just how different they are depending on the timing. Cause I think as you sort of said, you know, the, the winter in February, you kind of get the, the great hammerheads. That's that, that thing in the summertime, that, that's more when it's the, you know, the nurse shark, sorry, uh, the lemon sharks come back and, you know, and they're, 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 they have their pups and stuff like that. So there's all these different events at different times. So it's trying to figure out which one you actually want to go experience as well. It's kind of hard sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually in the most recent one that we did in May, um, it was pretty amazing. So we had to kind of throw together some people last minute because obviously, plans change. Some countries are allowing traveling, others aren't. Um, But it ended up being this group where we had at least two people who were kind of in the middle of a career change. And they had just decided that what they were doing didn't make them happy. And they wanted to come down and see if the lab would, you know, kind of open up their eyes to marine biology, something they always been interested in, but never really pursued. And uh, they told me that at the beginning of the week, they didn't know each other at all, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the week, they both separately said to me that this had inspired a passion for them. Um, and one of them is now going to graduate school for marine biology, which is so That's amazing. amazing. That's amazing. Um, and then another one is um, starting off a little bit more at the ground running. So it's going to be um, she actually really wants to come back to the lab and do some um, interning here. So oh, that's kind of one of the most amazing. amazing things to me where it was able to really inspire the passion that I have. And I think everyone at the lab here has uh, for marine conservation and to be able to impart that <laughs> enough into someone that they would want to get back into it. So uh, I'm going to say I'm a little bit older. So how old can interns actually be to come for a little while and, and, and have that experience? We have no age limit at oh, all. Yeah. Awesome. So I uh, will actually, yeah. that's not true. Sorry. You have to be at least 18. Okay. Um, that's our minimum okay. for interning. Okay. Um, I'm well above that. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. Um, so if you think about like, what's one personal uh, sort of thing that you would like to see more happening? Like not necessarily just with the lab, anywhere in ocean conservation. Yeah, you know, that's a really good question. Um, and it's something that we get asked a lot. Um, and personally, I would love to see people be more conscious travelers. So when they're visiting countries like the Bahamas that rely so heavily on tourism, um, to make sure that you're putting your money in the right spot, because that's pretty much the best we can do as individuals is make sure that what we're giving to the community is where we want to give it. Um, So that can involve, you know, buying local or staying at smaller places, getting, you know, maybe not an Airbnb or staying at a really fancy resort that's U.S. based, but staying at a more local place, um, you know, giving money to local dive shops and eating at local restaurants. I think that that's a really great way that you're able to support um, the local economies, especially in places like the Bahamas, where dive tourism is huge here. So being able to give money to the Bahamas itself is going to keep 
that conservation going. Um, and that's a huge reason actually why we have our shark sanctuary in the Bahamas. It's one of the first countries that had its entire ex exclusive economic zone to um, conserve sharks. So they are illegal to be killed or possessed, um, which is fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, you know, yeah, it's really great. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the reason is because, you know, it's actually the number one country in the world for shark dive tourism. So uh, to be able to keep that up, we need people who are giving back into the local economy saying we yeah. want to dive with sharks. We want to be here. Um, otherwise, it kind of wouldn't make sense to keep conserving them if they can get money elsewhere. But no, yeah, so I think that that would probably be, you know, that's kind of what I try to tell any guests that come through the lab. Yeah. Great, great. Um, so another question, how else can people support the Bimini Biological Field Station Foundation? Um, so one of the other ways that we really uh, appreciate when people are able to help out the lab, even if you aren't able to come and visit or uh, speak to us directly, is actually through our donations. Um, so we have the option on our website to adopt a shark. Uh, this is a metaphorical adoption. Uh, you don't actually get a shark delivered in the mail. Unfortunately, that would be incredibly unethical. Yeah. Uh, but that's always a really cool thing to yeah. do that supports our science. Um, you also can just make a standard donation. People don't often realize how hard it is just to have an operating station here. So things break pretty easily. And because we're on a remote island, uh, it's hard to get parts out to us. Um, so we end up fixing things or when we do need to order parts, they can end up being expensive for importation. So if anyone's interested in helping us out, um, that's a really, really, really much appreciated way for people yeah. to help out the lab. Yeah, like I think a lot of people don't understand with ocean conservation, just how much donations uh, in, in any cause is, is so critical and important. Um, so I'll ensure that we put a link to the donations portion within your website so that um, gives people the opportunity to, to donate uh, to this great cause. Um, so I have one last question um, as we're sort of wrapping up here. How can people get in contact with you um, in regards to uh, the outreach program? Oh yeah, there's so many different ways. Um, so. If anyone's interested in research experiences or the naturalist course, um, they can always check out our website. We have links for that where you can submit a form to apply for some of those. Um, like I said, we're a bit backlogged. So if you don't hear back from me right away, um, that's why. Um, but we also have opportunities where we can speak to schools and it's not even just schools either, any group of people. I'm speaking to a library in a few weeks as well. Um, so you can hit over the request a speaker form and I can chat up with you. Um, you can request me or anyone else if you know anyone here at the lab. Uh, we also do give tours. We're looking to start those back up this summer uh, once we get um, a few more vaccinations around here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, which will be really great. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, unfortunately, we have people stop by all the time and we just have to tell them that, you know, we're not giving tours right now, but hopefully that will start up soon. So if you're on Bimini and you don't have the opportunity to spend a lot of time with us, um, you can check out our website and book our tour there. I've mentioned the website a lot, so I'll just give yeah. that link now. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, that's uh, just BiminiSharkLab.com. Okay. And if anyone wants to get in contact with me, my email is outreach at BiminiSharkLab.com. Um, and I, I want to just say thank you very much for doing the things that you do. It's really awesome to see uh, the, the things that the lab's doing today. And I really oh, appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And and same for you as well. You know, this podcast is another step in, in the inspiration of, you know, trying to save the ocean and conserve the animals. So that's really great. Okay. I really appreciate it.
All right. Okay, great. Thank you very much. So thank you, everybody, for listening to the first episode of Oceanicity. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And again, thank you, Sophia, again, and the Bimini Biological Field Station Foundation for being my guest. And you can also go to the site, and you'll see that I put links on the podcast to contact them. And I wish them all the best in the future, and hopefully I'll get back down there soon. And looking forward to creating the next episodes for you and continuing the path of us discussing ocean conservation and just the love of the ocean. So goodbye to all other oceanists, and we will talk to you next time.